Guy Bluford Jr. was born November 22, 1942 in Philadelphia. He literally flew into the history books as a mission specialist aboard the Space Shuttle Challenger in 1983, becoming the first African-American to travel into space. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. But this would never have happened at all, thanks to the weather. On August 30th, 1983, This Day in Weather History. It's the big day. Everything has been checked over and over again. In a space launch, everything must work according to plan. The stars of the show, the astronauts, have been training for this their whole lives from as far back as when they were children staring up at the stars dreaming of this. The launch area has been ready, but there's always more room to make sure. The perimeter of the entire space has been swept for security and sterility. Literally, everyone involved has worked tirelessly to account for and control every aspect of the forthcoming launch event except the weather. Guy Bluford participated in four space shuttle flights between 1983 and 1992. Today we look at the first, because on the mission STS-8, he became the first African-American in space, as well as the second person of African ancestry in space after Cuban cosmonaut Arnaldo Tamayo Mendez. STS-8 was the eighth NASA space shuttle mission, hence the eight, and the third flight of the space shuttle Challenger. The mission's primary payload was INSAT-1B, an Indian communications and weather observation satellite, which was released by the orbiter and boosted into a geostationary orbit. And there was an exciting Canadian angle to this as well. The secondary payload was critical. They needed to replace a malfunctioning NASA communications satellite, and this mission would test the use of the shuttle's famed Canadarm remote manipulator system. Ah, uh, but the weather... Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. The launch was originally scheduled for August 4, 1983, and was later rescheduled for the 20th in order to conduct further tests with the TDRS, or Tracking and Data Relay SAT system. This is the system by which NASA can provide near-constant communication links between the ground and the orbiting satellites. Pretty important. This delay pushed the launch out 10 days for the system to be ready, during which time Challenger remained on the launch pad. And then weather turned against the launch. During the on-pad delay, Hurricane Barry hit the Florida coastline, making landfall just south of the Kennedy Space Center on the morning of August 25th. NASA was faced with the same predicament everyone else faces when this happens as fast as it did. Do we run or do we ride it out? The problem here is that Barry had only just been identified two days earlier, and a spaceship cannot just turn heel and run. The decision, therefore, was made to secure the launch stack and ride out the storm. And then, on August 30th, 1983, at 2.30 on a Florida morning, Challenger finally launched. But, and this is just getting hilarious by this point, it was 
after a final 17-minute delay due to thunderstorms near the launch site. So after all this high weather drama, with critical payload operations at stake, and with history about to be made by systems specialist Guy Bluford, this was also the first American night launch now since the Apollo 17. Thing is, they needed to go now, or its primary payload, the weather satellite, would not have had another night launch until 1985. That would have likely scrubbed Guy Bluford. Guy Bluford Jr. breaking the color barrier in the NASA space program certainly did not end there. It's just where it began. He was a system specialist on this STS-8 mission, but also the STS-61-A, the STS-39, and the STS-53. And it started with that first mission that finally launched on August 30th, 1983. This day in weather history. Tomorrow is August 31st, and for this day in weather history, we're going to travel back in time to a much, much darker time and place in America's history, 1886, South Carolina. It's one thing to talk about an earthquake, but it's another thing to talk about an earthquake and how it affected a population still fighting post-Civil War struggles that predated every modern technology we have today. The Charleston Earthquake of 1886 that happened on August 31st. That's tomorrow. This Day in Weather History, with me, your host, Chris May.